...looking around at the rolling hills of Aquitaine. Bloody boring it was becoming. I thank you, my lord, for the sport. It was odd, Graylam thought, but none of the wagons had been touched. He pictured the battle in his mind, recalling the six men who had attacked Maurice Dolores. If contraband had not been their goal, then... He shook his head and continued his inspection. Maurice studied the man who had saved his life... English or no, he was a splendid specimen and a fierce fighter. He saw Graylam's frowning brow and said, I know your thoughts, my lord, for they echo my own. It stretches the imagination to believe I was attacked by such a collection of men for a mere three wagons of wine. You have enemies, Graylam said matter-of-factly. It would appear so. Maurice shrugged and looked directly into Graylam's dark eyes. What man does not? an enemy who was also too cowardly to do the work himself. So it would appear. He looked thoughtful for a moment. I have no proof, he said finally. There is but one man who would go to such lengths to have me removed from this earth. With the excitement of battle receding, Graylam felt weary, more from the weeks trekking from Sicily than from wielding his sword. He rubbed his hand over the muscles knotted in his neck. Maurice looked thoughtfully at the English knight. We are but three days from my home, Lord Graylam, he said. Will you accompany me to Belterre? It will be my pleasure, Graylam said. Good, Maurice said, his thoughts turning to Kasha. He would have three days to determine if this Englishman would prove a worthy husband for his only daughter. Kasha shrugged out of her ermine-lined cloak, folded it carefully, and laid it across the saddle in front of her. It was much too beautiful to wear, she thought with a smile, remembering her father's sly looks when he presented it to her on her last birthday. She had teased him that it was a gift for a princess, and not a simple maid living in the wilds of Brittany. As for her nurse and maid, Etta, she had tisked behind her hand, claiming the master was spoiling her baby, but Maurice had only laughed. Kasha raised her face to the brilliant sun. It was a beautiful spring day, white clouds dotting the blue sky, and air so pure and clean she couldn't seem to breathe deeply enough. She turned slightly in her saddle and looked back toward Belterre. Four round towers rose high to guard the surrounding countryside. Thick grey stone walls, aged to mute grace over the last hundred years, connected the huge towers, forming a large square atop the rocky hillock. Thomas, one of her father's squires, reined in beside Bluebell, drawing Kasha from her thoughts. My lady, he said, pointing to the east, a group of men is approaching. We should return to Belterre. She nodded, remembering her promise to her father, and urged Bluebell into a canter back to Belterre. She smiled, thankful that he would be home within the week. Pierre, the porter, raised the portcullis, and their small troop rode into the inner bailey. There was no filth, no untidiness in her home, and all who lived within the keep were well-fed and clothed in stout wool. Thomas, she said, after he had helped her to dismount, have Pierre closed the gates until we know who our visitors are? Yes, my lady, Thomas said, unable to entirely keep the worship from his voice. He was Kasha's age, and his father held sizable lands to the east, but he knew, sadly, that Kasha regarded him as a brother. It was just as well, he thought, turning to speak to Pierre, that he would win his spurs within the year. 
He did not think he could bear to be around when her father gave her in marriage to another man. Damned Horson, Pierre said, watching a dozen riders approaching Beltaire. It's that miserable Geoffrey de Lacy. How I'd like to tell the lout to keep his hide away from Beltaire and my lady. I will see what Kasha wishes, Thomas said. But Kasha had heard, and she called to him to open the gates. Geoffrey was her cousin, son of her father's sister, Felice. She climbed the wooden stairs to the outer wall and watched Geoffrey draw his small troop to a halt at the base of the hill. Kasha, it is I, Geoffrey, he called up to her. May I take my rest for a while? She did not even bother to call back to him, Geoffrey noted, his lips thinning with annoyance. Proud little bitch. Once he was wed to her, he would teach her manners. He could not prevent his eyes wandering lovingly over every inch of Beltaire as he and his troop of men...